Hi, and welcome back to the Living Healthy Podcast presented by LA Fitness. I'm your host, Candace Curry, joined here with my co-host, Andrew Gabell. On today's show, we're talking fitness and food, navigating the holiday season. We're going to be asking our two guests today, registered dietitian Debbie James and master trainer Heather Edson, to give us some tips and tricks on how we can stay healthy and on track with our fitness goals over the next couple months. And I may or may not also have some fun facts coming your way today, so be prepared. Ooh, I am not prepared, but I am excited to hear these facts. You know what I'm excited about? What are you excited about? Fall. It is my favorite time of you year. You sound very excited about fall. <laughs> I love fall. There's pumpkin spice floating in the air. I can smell it now. There's so much pumpkin spice in here. I know. I could see our producer There's almost Matt too much eyes. pumpkin spice. There's a, have you heard there's pumpkin spice wings? No. Yeah. Okay, that's too far. It's too far. We need to draw the line, people. Yeah, I mean, that's a little too somewhere. much. I mean, I might try it, but I, no, I'm not going to try it. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, th- there's a little bit too much pumpkin spice, but there's also just too many treats and sweets and temptations this time of year. There that's the one thing are... I don't really like about fall. I know. Listen, I get it. The holidays bring with them more comfort foods, baked goods, and time spent with family and friends, typically around the dinner table or like in the kitchen. So we have Debbie James here today to help us answer the question, how to navigate food and fitness around the holidays. Welcome to the show, Debbie. Thanks for having me back. Good to see you guys. Good to see you too. Thanks for coming in. So I Candace, actually, hit us with one of those fun yes, facts. I was going to say, I have a question for both of you guys. Oh, okay. I knew you were going to grill me. So, how many calories do you think the average person eats at Thanksgiving dinner? The average person. I'll let Andrew go first. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Like your daily, like tw- uh, 2,500. Like your day, like basically your whole amount for the day. So 2,500. Just a dinner. Yeah, just a dinner. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right, Andrew. Debbie, what do you think? Well, at, at our house, Thanksgiving dinner kind of starts around noon after the parade. <laughs> yeah. And then we right. have a cheese plate. <laughs> That's and, true. Because dinner's not this, ready yet. Yeah. And you think you're going to eat it too, but the turkey's not done till four. So it, it really does end up being kind of more than a, a large dinner out, which is normally like a thousand calories. So you could easily double that. And get to 2000 okay. for sure. So she's Did- undercutting me like the price is right here. <laughs> right. Well, you guys weren't even close. Really? <laughs> the average person actually consumes at Thanksgiving dinner alone a whopping 4,500 calories. I am what? certainly not average. <laughs> what? 4,500. Just for dinner? Just for dinner that alone. That doesn't even count all my that, snacks? That's like second yeah. and thirds. I'm oh sorry. Gosh. It's crazy. I mean, I normally go back for seconds and thirds, wow. so it kind of makes sense. But that's that's the average. So that means some people are doing more than that. Yeah. I mean, some people are doing, to balance out your 2,000 calorie dinner, Debbie, the people are doing like 6,000. Oh my gosh. Okay. Which well, we'll, we'll wow. give that's competitive athletes, this. maybe they'll up their count yeah. from, from a 6,000 day to an 8,000 day. We'll, we'll yeah. factor them in too. Michael Phelps has a Thanksgiving dinner every day when he trains. In the Truly. Park. Yeah. That man is crazy. Okay. I was going to say, okay, so that kind of leads us into Debbie. What are some ways that overeating can be avoided? Oh, well, planning ahead. If you know what functions are coming up or you know you're going into the office or an environment that's going to have the cookies and the pies and the plates and the whatever out, uh, don't go hungry. You know, try and eat well during the day. Fill up on water. Um, Cleanse your palate. Make sure that you're not uh, tempted, usually by those smells, those last minute little, oh, but I could have one right now. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. So, so kind of you don't want to um so or you do want to not starve yourself before dinner correct okay yeah okay. otherwise you can just over eat over indulge right. Right. right okay 
Okay, keep so, that steady so stream. It's, it's like not okay to skip breakfast or lunch so oh. that you can save all the calories for dinner. <laughs> well, actually, a couple of years ago, we wrote how you could eat anything you wanted on Thanksgiving, and like you had to like plan the whole week around it. Uh, oh, wow. But I, I would really say just just try and go a little bit more normal. Have the meal. If you do go overboard, then you know what? The next morning is when you skip breakfast, lunch, or taper it down to just. You know. See, that's when you have all the good leftovers. You can wait a day. I'm really excited for Thanksgiving. Well, this, this is kind of interesting because I think it gets into like the mentality we have about holidays and that we kind of see them as a reward for the year maybe. And so like, how can we change our mentality about the holidays so that we don't overindulge? Oh, I love that you brought that up. You see it maybe more as a reward. I see it in my experience with people more as of uh, already checking out, like the year's uh, over and, and then getting lazy hmm. or just the instant gratification is, oh, well, because I should, because it's a holiday, because, all the becauses. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, well, what goals that you started with and the reasons that you had just seem to dis- disappear and float away. So to me, that, that mentality is bringing back, I like to, to think of it as the final sprint toward the finish line and keeping my eye on the prize. Mm. And it's like, okay, well now is the time to hunker down because it's right. only got this, you know eight yeah. more weeks to go for yeah. the year. This is, so this is like your ultimate test. You've been training all That's year right. for this moment to be like, can I withstand the pressure? I, 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 I like I that mentality. I think I like it's that. a better goal. And you're going to yeah. have like little you know hiccups and trips and that's okay. That's all right. Right. It doesn't mean you get to just throw in the towel and blow it for the next six weeks. I kind of want to let our listeners know, um, if you don't really know where to start on the blog, we have like a a trot off the turkey challenge. So it's only nine days long. And it basically, if you complete the challenge, then you're going to have burned a total of 4,500 calories. So wow, if you're one of the average go. people that eats them, then you don't go. have to feel as guilty. That's so check it out it. on the blog. If oh, you I might want to do that anyway. Time. Yeah. <laughs> and there's, uh, so you mentioned kind of uh, new goals, I think around this time or having a goal. So should we think about the holidays, like setting a nutrition goals uh, goal during that time? Uh, kind of like how we do with it. We have a fitness goal. Should we have a nutrition goal during the holidays? Sure. If someone's not already following a plan or counting calories, what have you, they can look at, you know, consuming five to nine servings of fruits and vegetables a day, or um, you could look at, you know, so many cups and glasses of water, or during your waking hours, and the average person really burns um, for the for the day, they burn between 100 and 200 calories per hour. Okay. So really, if you're up 15 hours, you know, that's only 1500 to 3000 cal- that's it. So right. that's that's your measure. Right. Okay. So try and stay within that. Try and stay within your kind of calorie limits. Yeah. And the, Okay. I like the drinking water one because I think that's like a tangible one that's like, okay, you can just fill up a bottle of water, have it in front of you, and try and remember to drink water throughout the day. I Do think that's not a good pumpkin one. spice it. Don't that's put pumpkin spice in that water, okay? <laughs> yeah. And maybe cut out some of those trips for the coffee. Um, are, are there some like healthier versions of Thanksgiving foods that you can give our listeners you can always say with stuffing um there's a lot of butter that is generally used in um sauteing the onion and the celery and the kind of vegetables that go you could taper that down use a little bit more broth that would be one thing 
Um, the green bean casserole classic, I don't understand it. Ugh. I'm not a big fan of the creamed mushroom. I think it's Ugh. too heavy. You, if you go a little bit lighter and the green beans can stay crisper uh, or more al, al dente kind mm -hmm. of so that they're not just complete mush, uh, to top it off with some almonds. Um, almonds hmm. livers is an option. Uh, another one, uh, I prefer sweet potatoes, but I know others in my family prefer the uh, mashed potatoes. Mm -hmm. And anything, you can leave skins on, you can add garlic, um, you can use low-fat milk, those kinds of substitutions. A lot of the okay. dairy-type things are easy to cut back on the fat. Mm-hmm. So I want to I want to think about like what if we challenge the typical Thanksgiving dinner? Is that something we should do? Where it's generally like this huge turkey with like every side you can think of. Is there kind of like we have this overabundance approach to that? So what about like a minimalistic approach to Thanksgiving, where you kind of maybe get a smaller turkey? Are there ways people should rethink that dinner so that they don't have so much because they don't need so much? If you're if you're hosting and you're having your own meal at home, you if you want to do that, you can definitely don't plan on leftovers. Just have enough right. for the amount of, of people that you're serving. Uh, and you don't need multiple side dishes. Think of two starches. Pick your two faves, okay? Right. Right. And then have three vegetables. People are like, well, I can only count one or two. Like, what's the third? But uh, roasted vegetables. Uh, you could do Brussels sprouts. You could do the healthier green beans. Uh, and, and a salad's okay. There's a lot of great, um, you could put cranberries in it. You could do it kind of more rustic style. Right. Yeah, that's, I think that's kind of recently, I bring this up because recently in the last few years, we've kind of started to do that where we're like, okay, let's find a smaller turkey, which are kind of hard to find. Come on, grocery stores. Give me some more smaller turkey options. I don't know. Um, you don't mean know, you don't need 18 or 20 pounds for the no, four of you? Typically no, typically <laughs> I don't, but um, I'm not also a big fan of leftovers, so maybe that's part of it, but like, uh, or even just deciding like which side dishes you want, maybe pick the ones that you don't have all year, like you don't have cranberry sauce or something all year, so go with that, whereas like mashed potatoes, you can have that any time of year. Do you need mashed potatoes? You know what that's I mean? That's exactly the approach I like to tell people yeah. is appreciate the holiday and the specialness of it. Right. So if it's something you're going to eat, you know, the rest of the week or the rest of the month or the rest of the year, you know, you don't need to spend your calories on that. Um, now, granted, if you only get to see grandma once a year and she just made it for you, then please, you know, have a few bites, tell her it's wonderful. Right. And, but, I was going to say, yeah. that's probably what's difficult for people is that you're saying on one hand, you know, it's okay to treat yourself a little bit, you know, but then you're eating your favorite things and it's kind of hard to stop, I imagine. It's hard to stop. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. And, and I guess that is true. Like if you were hosting, if you're part of a big Thanksgiving or something where everyone's bringing something and everyone, it's their special thing they make every day and you feel like obligated to do that. Well, then, then it's I, like a buffet. Right. Yeah. Right. So you're like, you I will take, take a, a taste sliver and you of can your pie. Yeah. You can take a sample <laughs> and have a little bit. Right. Uh, most people probably don't gauge how full they're feeling or even if they're hungry. They just go into eating mode for hours. Uh, but to pay attention to what your body's telling you so that you know when to stop, even if it's the most fatty thing in the world. Um, bacon skins or pumpkin pie or whatever it's like okay we'll just have a taste you know right. but if your personality honestly i've met people that are they're very black and white and they don't know how to say no and right. they don't right. know how to stop then with those personalities or eating styles for those people i would tend to say okay 
that's a trigger food, that's just a no-go, you're going to have to avoid it. Avoid it, right. Yeah. And then you might be surprised like the next day that you actually feel kind of good that you were able to avoid that. I feel like there is a sensation, you kind of can get a high or some sort of motivation out of succeeding in uh, and not giving in, I guess. Yeah, yeah, there's some self-pride. Yeah, right. the, the the other deterrent I really like is tight waistbands. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the worst. They you just never wear jeans on Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, no, don't wear sweatpants. That's, that'll ruin you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I didn't even, I've never even heard or thought of that, but, man, that's, that kind of makes sense. You can't, you can't. You but should. I'm lucky I'm a girl. I can wear dresses. Okay. <laughs> that's funny. Okay, so let's talk about... Um, holiday parties real quick how can people if you're going to a party how can you kind of stay on track um, and not kind of overindulge at parties because there's a lot of temptations there yes i would say there's a couple different approaches let's say that one is a uh, a buffet or just a catered event or something maybe you take your little appetizer plate and you tell yourself i'm going to have five items you know whatever whatever those little mouth bite canapé you know whatever the hors d'oeuvres are uh, and then if it, or plan ahead, like for that evening, okay, tonight, I am only going to have, you know, like two drinks or something. And then like, you already have that as a limit in your mindset so that you're not just milling along and refilling and that kind of thing. Another, uh, is to look at potluck. A lot of our family get togethers are everybody brings something. So you really don't have an excuse when you're like, wow, that was so much starch or so much meat or so much whatever. If, well, you need to bring the healthy thing that you think you should be eating because nobody else is going to bring it for you. Right. You yeah. know, you're going to end up with 12 pies and three side dishes. That's well, so then true. that's, you know, that's your fault. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. Okay. So kind of like you need to have a plan going into these parties. Like you need to know like kind of what you're either have a limit if you're going to a party where, that has stuff you're not sure what it has or if it's a pot, like bring your own healthy choice. Sure. Be strategic. Okay. <laughs> oh, I know you had a question about cocoa. You were oh really big gosh, on cocoa. Oh my gosh, yes. Okay. So this isn't, this is just holiday themed in general. Sure. I love hot cocoa. Is it really bad for you? Or is it okay? It's not the best and it's not the worst. I would say that if you're using raw ingredients, so like at my house, we make it with 2% milk, coconut sugar, and cocoa powder. That is it. Okay. You know, and we make a nice little mug of it. You know, it's not a 20 ounce mug. It's like the little teacup kind of deal. Um, even if it just has a marshmallow or two, but if you're just scooping yeah. the instant powder and mixing it with water, uh-huh. like what are you getting? And you're not getting that much chocolate flavor. It's just yeah. sweet. Mm. Okay. Mm. So it kind of is kind There's of isn't? an art form. It's okay. I don't to have know. A cup I, it probably isn't my way. Cause I mean, I, th- I can't even milk. see the cocoa over the marshmallows. <laughs> like it's just, it is a cloud of marshmallows <laughs> on top there. They're the mini ones, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So maybe just ease up on the coke okay okay good to yeah. know thank you debbie <laughs> okay so <laughs> now i think we want we want to play a game with you this this should be fun it's our lightning question round where mm-hmm. we're going to ask you either or questions and you have to choose one or the other okay it's fun it's holiday themed yes. i like it yeah, okay are you ready all right i so, will Andrew, are you ready i, I am so ready we're going to alternate asking you candace is going to go first and you have to just like this is like as first soon as you can think of, first thing yes. that comes to mind yep all right, here we go. All right. Rudolph or Frosty? Rudolph. Baked turkey or ham? Ham. Cocoa with or without marshmallows? Oh, with. Morning with workouts or night workouts? Ooh, morning. Fruitcake or gingerbread? Ginger. Green beans casserole or stuffing? Oh, green beans, man. Andrew or Candace? 
<laughs> Matt. <laughs> no, that was weird. That was like you was like, like ah, you, know, you almost got me. That's how, I feel like I heard my, an my, A to start. I, I think a. she was going to say Andrew. Say I'm a little bit of fun. Yeah, exactly. No one, no one can like, hear you, Matt, without Just a mic. <laughs> that's, that's like my two kids asking me who the favorite is. They're, uh, they're I never. Know. Oh, oh, we thought that we were going to get you. It was that was such a setup the whole way just to build it to that. But that. That's I think you good. won that though, Andrew. You I think she was going to say it. You, you surprised me with some of your answers. I thought you were going to say cocoa without marshmallows since we just kind of talked about that or green bean casserole. So I didn't think you liked green bean casserole. But it has more veggies in it than the stuffing. Oh. 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 Stuffing oh. is just so the, a, a oh. butter okay. sponge. Oh. That's what yeah. stuffing is. A butter or a gravy sponge. sponge. That sounds butter really sponge. gross. <laughs> butter sponge. All right. So, uh, as we always do, we conclude these things with actionable advice where we get some advice that's actually actionable. I finally got it right this whole season. Good it job. took me into that moment. All right. Well, anyway, so what is one piece of advice you can leave our listeners with heading into the holiday season uh, that can help them not gain so much weight and not fall off, fall off the rails? I'm going to give it to you at the end of this. Okay. Okay. I want everybody to remember the reason for the season. And that means celebrating is gratitude and love and giving and faith and forgiveness and hope even all the way into the new year so you know what when you enjoy your food have a small taste and savor that and enjoy the season all right so yeah so have a small taste and maybe chew slower (laughs) slower. (laughs) last longer All right. Well, thank you so much for being with us, Debbie. You gave us and our listeners some awesome advice. It's always a pleasure. You guys have a happy holiday. Thank you. You too. And so now that we have the nutrition side of the holidays covered, let's turn our focus to the fitness side of things and bring on our next guest, LA Fitness Master Trainer, Heather Edson. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. How are you doing? Pretty good. How about you? I'm doing great. And we actually have some questions lined up here for you today. We've already talked about overeating and kind of what the holidays can do um, as far as indulgence goes and everything like that. Damage. 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 That, yep. Damage. That's an LL Cool J reference there. <laughs> anyone, I don't know oh who's going to get that, but there you go. Okay, so I actually have a question for both of you guys. Okay. How much weight do you think the average person gains during the holiday season? Oh. Okay, well, what first of all, what counts as the holiday season? Okay, so we're talking from Thanksgiving okay. to the New Year. Okay, so Halloween excluded. Like right. a month or so. Okay. Um, I'll say like... Oh, I don't know. There's some big dinners. And you said mm-hmm. 4,500 calories just for, just Thanksgiving, for Thanksgiving dinner. Just for Thanksgiving dinner. I'll say like eight, nine pounds. Nine pounds. Okay. Solid guess. And? Um, I don't think it's quite that much. I'm going to go with like three pounds. Two and a half, three pounds. Three oh, pounds? Wow. Okay. That's way undercutting me. All I'm right. Very so Heather's closer. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so actually, the average person gains about 1.3 pounds, which what? doesn't seem like a no, lot. I know. That's not that. That's way better than what that I was is talking about. Than I thought too. I know. Actually, I was surprised when I first read this. But the thing is, is that on average, it takes people about five months to burn that off. So really? for just indulging five? from Thanksgiving to the new year and then having to work five months to get that fat off doesn't yeah, really seem worth that, it. That's not really yeah, a good ratio. No, that doesn't seem worth it at all. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's 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 a lot. Like that's that basically says that there's some severe consequences for what you're about to do, people. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Thank and do you think that you okay, well, so 
Heather, kind of, do you think, should people have a fitness strategy heading into the holidays maybe? Because we know we're probably going to gain some weight. Absolutely. Yes. Um, you know, as she said, people gain weight, as you said, we know it. It's, um, an opportunity for us to really take into account what we want to do and set ourselves up for a better year. So walking in knowing I am going to eat this or I'm not going to eat this. I'm going to work out this many times, or I'm going to take this particular day off knowing that you have a plan and sticking to it is definitely going to help you get those results. Do you notice like with your client or maybe not with your clients because they're your clients, but do you notice the people in the gym, like that it kind of does people stop going during these final two months of the year? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. My slowest days are the holidays. Wow. Yeah, and it's funny because maybe those should be the busiest. I know, yeah. but see, everyone's traveling, and I think that's what makes it so hard. Oh, but people come here true. to vacation. Come on. That's yeah, right. really yeah. not who we are. Yeah, they're right. You, yeah, Sunny you, SoCal. Sorry you, for everyone that's not in yeah, SoCal yeah. experiencing horrible But like weather. you mentioned, <laughs> I, or I think you had said this at some point, that we have a lot of clubs nationwide. So 700 you can plus. Still, boom. You can still get to the gym if we're near you. I know. There's really no excuse then. <laughs> um, so I actually have a question for you. Would you recommend a pre-meal workout to your clients or like a post-meal workout? So say like a game of football in the backyard or a stroll around the neighborhood. Like after like Thanksgiving dinner like yes. after the big meals yeah like, would you yeah. say like it's better to work out beforehand or would you say maybe get a little like physical activity in after a big meal before you fall asleep exactly <laughs> from the trip to van <laughs> I mean if possible do both as much as you can as okay. much as your body will allow if you had to pick one I would definitely say before because okay. like you said you know right. people eat and they're full and they're tired and they just want to relax and you're not gonna be motivated after you eat um, so definitely recommend beforehand but if you have that motivation go for it after too you know what? I'm going to share a quick story of what my plan is going into Thanksgiving. Okay. Ooh. My plan is I, my dad is coming out for Thanksgiving and me and him are going to hit the pickleball courts every morning, Thursday morning, Friday morning, Saturday morning, Sunday morning. What's pickleball? Pickleball is an awesome sport. I come from tennis. Pickleball's legit, even for tennis players. Okay. Like it is great. It's uh, you can fit a lot more people on the court. It's kind of more a cat mouse strategy game, but it's basically imagine tennis shrunk down, but bigger than ping pong. Hmm. And you play with wiffle balls. Anyway, it's awesome. That's what I'm going to do in my morning. So I feel pretty good about that. Because based like on fun. what you said, I'm going to get that in. And then I'm going to eat and not do anything else the rest of the day, probably. I feel like I you deserve it. <laughs> I know. You didn't say that part, but that's just what the reality probably is going to be. <laughs> so, like, what's a good calorie burn? What's a good amount that people should aim for? Uh, well, I mean, everybody's a little different. You know, if you're tall, you're short, you have a faster metabolism or slower metabolism. Um, a good general obtainable number for most people, I'd say, would be around 400 calories or so. Okay. That's um, not too scary. Not too scary. We can all do that. But it, it just depends on the person, you know. If, if you and I were to go for a walk, you're taller than me. So my little tiny legs then burn <laughs> more calories. Have I have faster. to walk faster. Exactly. So it just depends. So is, okay. that, is that like more than that? Should you be burning more during the holidays than during the rest of the year? If you're going to plan on indulging, on indulging? and getting crazy, right. yes, definitely. But okay. if you plan on keeping a normal lifestyle, then no, you don't have to. Okay. Um, so we kind of realized that not everyone is going to be able to make it into the gym during the holidays because like she said, people are maybe are traveling or you're really busy. So... What are some exercises people can do uh, maybe at home or just outside of the gym that can help them stay on track just to get through those tough months? Yeah, definitely. There's tons of options. Like you said, pickleball. There we um, go. Like There's one option. Check it <laughs> <Definitely>. out, people. <laughs> um, like Candace said, you know, playing football with your family, you know, just get up and keep moving. Don't fall into that slump of I'm going to sit on the couch and watch TV all day. If you're going to be in the living room watching football, you know, every time you score a touchdown, do some push-ups. Every time you get a first and 10, do some squats, you know, whatever you can do. First and 10, 10 squats, or when your team there scores you a touchdown, you do six push-ups, and if they get the extra point, 
the seventh push-up. There you nice. go. I like yeah. it. Okay. Yeah, right. turn it into a game. Nice. Okay. All right, cool. What about... Um, you know, just cooking in the kitchen, does that count? <laughs> Not unless you're you do a squat. <laughs> <laughs> so just Darn standing it. on your feet doesn't burn enough calories? No, not quite. Wow. I don't know. I've, I've been, living, like, I've been living with that myth for a while. <laughs> so I've stood a lot. My feet hurt, so that's a workout I probably. Mm. Um, I was hoping that would count. <laughs> so, okay, well, for people that are going to the gym, what kind of um, exercises do you think or would you recommend people do inside the gym to maybe save time during the holidays? Because like we talked about, it's such a busy time. I think that's why people stop exercising because that's kind of what they cut out of their routine. So maybe what's something they can do to like shorten their typical routine but still get a workout in? Absolutely. Um, High-intensity interval training, HIIT workouts, are going to be your best bet. You can get a lot done in a really short amount of time. Um, Some of my clients only train for a half hour or so, and then an extra 15 minutes of cardio, so they're in and out of gym in out of 45 minutes. Um, And you can get a lot done. You can do full-body workouts. You can really get a good sweat in and burn that, hopefully, goal of about 400 calories or so in your quick half-hour, 45-minute session. Are there certain exercises that are better for like hit training, like uh, over others? Like, is it basically it's no weightlifting, I imagine. So, is it just body weight? What kind of body weight exercises? Yeah, a lot of body weight exercises, a lot of plyometrics, um, where you're what using is plyometrics? your body weight. What does that mean? Yeah, pretty, you use your body weight. Okay. Um, you're, it's kind of the basic term would be you know like jumping jacks okay. or you know running sprints, you know suicides type okay. thing. Um, but you can get a little more specific with it. You can throw in some hand weights, maybe do some squats while holding dumbbells, do some walking lunges with a plate. Um, you could do you know rowing with a single kettlebell, um, snatches with a dumbbell from the ground up to the ceiling. You know there's lots of options for you um, that you can keep your heart rate up, keep moving. Um, and it, use just light hand weights. So is that kind of the key is keeping your heart rate up? If you want to kind of shorten your workout, you got to keep your heart rate up for um, to, throughout that duration to maximize yes, it. Okay. Absolutely. So that's, it sounds like some of those exercises are kind of like um, have a cardio component to them as well. Absolutely. Is that kind of what's doing that? Yeah. That's part of the high intensity part of it. Hmm. Uh, but overall you can use just your body weight and do a lot with that. I okay. mean, how many, when's the last time you did a push up? <laughs> yeah. Right. That's true. It's been a while. <laughs> but, uh, it sounded so sad. Wow, wait a minute. Yeah, geez. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm going to do some after this. But does the shopping trip count as a workout, by the way? If I'm walking around the you're mall walking. for four hours at a time, does that kind of count as a workout? Unless you're lunging from store to store. Not really. What? No. But you're still walking, right? Walking is the Yeah, I get it. What if I speed it up to a four mile per hour walk rather than my just power average walk three? Through power walk through the whole thing. Sh- lunging from store to store you're crazy <laughs> you that would be looks. so you, you might get some looks. yeah that sounds like kind of a fun little hmm, Ooh, a yeah. challenge yeah that's like that a, producer matt should do. oh yeah, yeah producer matt he could <laughs> lunge between stores that sounds great okay it'll be too yeah too sore to buy anything by the time you get there but. all right cool well thanks for joining us and and doing some of this we do want to play a game with you before we let you out of here so this is a fun question lightning round. That's the title that's written on the paper. Something better. <laughs> I don't remember signing off on that title, but okay. That's no, funny. Um, all right. So we're going to ask you this or that kind of questions and you just have to rattle off the first thing that comes to mind. Uh-oh. Okay. 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 Don't, no, don't worry. It's going to be fun. All right. I'll let, uh, I'll, no, I will start this time. Okay. Okay. All right. Here we go. Uh, first off is Rudolph or Frosty? Frosty. Baked turkey or ham? Turkey. Cocoa with or without marshmallows? Ooh, with. Morning workouts or night workouts? Morning. Fruitcake or gingerbread? Gingerbread. Green bean casserole or stuffing? Stuffing. Andrew or Candace? 
Oh gosh, Candace! Yes, <laughs> girls gotta stick together. <laughs> Thanks, girl. <laughs> you should have seen like her eyes darted back and forth. She's like, uh, which one? Gotta make a choice. Going uh, with Candace. The pressure. I love it. Uh, That's what right. makes the lightning round so much fun. Yes. Okay. Those are pretty pretty good answers. You you really so frosty over Rudolph, huh? Yeah. Okay, I want to know some reasoning. What's your reasoning? I love making snowmen. I grew up in Seattle. Oh, so. really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, wow, it's kind of sad to not have snow. Do you go back? Yeah, I try. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's nice. Yeah. For all you people in the winter zones where you actually get snow, that's awesome. Make some snowmen. Um, okay. So, uh, before we wrap this up, we also do something called actionable advice where we like to send our listeners home with something, a tangible one thing they can work on, a singular goal or a singular piece of advice they can take home with them. So what is that? What's some actionable advice you can give us regarding fitness during the holidays? Yeah, uh, just don't stop moving. Um, a lot of times in the holidays, everyone wants to spend time with family and sit on the couch and chat, and whatever. And yeah, that's great. But why don't you guys play a game instead? You know, go outside and play football or, you know, run around out in a park or something, go sledding if you have snow, right, yeah. um, something you can do to just get up and get moving. You can still bring your family, but don't fall into the laziness of sitting around. Right. Okay. All right. So get moving people. That's some good advice. And also I have a piece of advice. Look up the sport of pickleball. It really is awesome. Uh, all right. Well, anyway, that's going to do it for our final episode of the season. We want to thank you, Heather, for being our guest today and getting us motivated to actually work out. Yeah, thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Sure. And we also want to thank our favorite dietitian, Deb, for stopping by the show again. Don't forget, you, our loyal LHP listeners, that stands for Living Healthy Podcast, by the way, are the reason why we do this. Uh, so we want to talk about the topics that interest you and share your stories. So you got two months. Send us an email. Send us a tweet. Send us a Facebook message. Whatever you got to do, uh, share your topic with us, and we'll try and get it on the air. Uh, we also want to remind you once again that this is our holiday break. So we are going to be taking a break for a little bit, but we will be back in January for season two. Uh, so that means if you haven't subscribed to us yet, this is your last chance so that you get that instant notification right when our new episode airs in January. Uh, otherwise, you might forget about us, and that would be sad. So make sure you subscribe. Um, also, we want to thank everyone for being a loyal listener during our inaugural season. Uh, you guys have been great. It went way better than we could have ever expected. Um, so we hope you have an amazing holiday season with your friends and family. And we will see you in January, and we will see you in the gym. to you if you actually stayed this long uh but this really is the end so we'll see you in january <laughs>